Hi everyone. So this week I'm going to talk about Halloween. Um, and even if it's way past Halloween when you're listening to this, um, don't worry about it because I'll be talking about themes that come up with all holidays, birthdays, all kinds of stuff. Um, so have a listen anyway. Hi everyone. I'm Jennifer Colary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. Uh, Halloween's an interesting one, so I'll just get this out of the way first. Uh, for a lot of very sensitive children, um, Halloween can be really anxiety provoking. They, you know, there's scary images on every lawn, you know, every commercial on television, if they're watching TV, but there's just images of um, witches and ghouls and ghosts. And for most, most kids, that's just really fun and they love it. But for highly sensitive kids, it can be really a very dramatic holiday. So if you have a little one that's super, super sensitive, um, I would expect them to have some trouble sleeping, to be a little off. And if that's the case, then I would suggest upping the baby play um, doing a little, a little bit more of the conversational mirroring that we've talked about. Not, I mean, you can obviously use the calm technique when your child's upset, but really up how often you're using the conversational uh, calm technique, which is just when your child's telling you something, oh, you're kidding, no way, and just really getting in there and using um, that technique. If you need to brush up on what the technique technique is, go back and watch the first uh, podcast. That'll, that'll remind you what it is. Um, and also it takes practice. So if you really want to get skilled at this, um, it's really good to get some guidance and support either from one of our therapists or our online parenting course because it, it, it's a little bit of a tricky technique, but do that. In terms of um, sensitive kids also, they're, they're, and this will come in at all holidays. They get so excited and want things to go a very particular way and they have exactly it all planned out in their head and the minute something doesn't go according to plan, they have huge meltdowns. So they often can, it's not unusual for, for little kids for sure and certainly highly sensitive kids to basically just derail the holiday. It's almost like they're so excited that's happening. They're so worried that something's not gonna go right so, so they just get it over with. They just blow it up so it doesn't work well and then they at least don't have to worry about it not going well anymore. They do this weird little sabotage thing. So there's a few things that you can do. You can do a little bit of front loading. You can make sure that the days leading up to Halloween that you are doing what I said, lots of baby play, lots of the limbic bonding, lots of um, connecting before correcting and, and using the calm technique as much as possible. Just, just do it even more. Um, and then talking about expectations that, you know, what, what, how it feels when expectations are not met and that life doesn't always go according to plan and that you can't always, um, be happy just based on certain conditions. You've got to learn to be happy no matter what the conditions and that takes some work. So sometimes a little bit of front loading helps. Um, you know, for, for kids who are really scared, you know, don't take them into the Halloween store. <laughs> if you know there's a really frightening billboard somewhere, take a different route. If there's a really scary lawn in your neighborhood, just go around it a different way. When they get older, it's not such a big deal, but sometimes you just have to do the best that you can to um, avoid some of these things and help them not be quite so stimulated. So on the night of Halloween, um, you know, 
it, again, it can be that meltdown thing and there's usually my costume isn't right or this is too tight or this is not how I envisioned it and this is how it's not supposed to look and you can have some meltdowns. If that happens, use the calm technique to really just join them where they are, talk to them about it. I know this is not what you planned. This isn't how you wanted it to go. This isn't the way your costume's supposed to go. I know it seems absolutely counterintuitive and why would I do that? I'm gonna make them more upset, but really you won't make them more upset. They'll really feel understood. Then step back and say, you know what? I believe in you. I know how much this means to you. I know you've been excited about trick-or-treating, so I'm gonna give you a minute and I'm sure you'll figure out a way to do it and then back away from them. Don't hover over them trying to help them make the right decision because sometimes with kids like this, they'll just double down and then act like you're going. Okay, well, we're heading out the door now. Let's go and just act like you're unfazed um, and usually they'll toddle out the door and, and get themselves together. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about how long they're out and, and let them let them sort of set the pace. You know, want them to have a few manners at the door. That's kind of a nice thing to um, to reinforce. And then when they come home, there's a few things you can do. I'm sure people have heard of the switch witch where you can switch out certain things that you don't want them to have. You can take some of it and put it aside and say you're going to donate it. Um, you can have a schedule before they even get the treats that how many treats they're going to be able to have. Um, after the you know Halloween um, I do find that the week before Halloween and the week after is usually a bit of a, a nightmare they're tired they're they've had way too much candy they're you know they they're a little off because they'd been um, kind of triggered by some of the scary images I just I usually find that that yeah the last week of October and the first week of November is often rough for for little kids but especially um, the highly sensitive kids ADHD kids gifted kids they'll often be just off they'll just be not right <laughs> during that time of the year so those are some things to think about um, I think the first night they're so excited to have their candy it is Halloween people always ask me this and I usually just say dump it out on the floor, eat it, have a Halloween, have a candy party, just go for it. Um, if, if, unless you don't allow that at all. But if you do, just don't get into a whole thing about you can only have five pieces that night. Like usually on the night of Halloween, just let them have whatever it is. And then you'll pay a price the next day because they're not going to be happy. And then after that, you've agreed on a schedule. And most kids, honestly, they start to get bored. Like I can't, I mean, every year, with my three, I ended up throwing most of the stuff away and they weren't upset. They just forgot about it and stopped eating it. So sometimes, sometimes the bigger deal you make out of it, the more they care about it and the more they're like hovering over it and wanting to protect their candy. Um, if you just don't make a huge deal out of it, then usually it's not a big deal. And they can have one treat a day or a couple little things a day until they get bored of it and, and you've moved on. Um, the biggest thing I think that happens um, for all holidays is the um, the gap between the expectation, how something's going to go. So this can be a birthday party. This can be Hanukkah dinner. It could be Christmas. It could be, it could be anything. Um, if children have a very strong sense of how they want something to go and it doesn't go exactly that way, certain kids will actually have a huge meltdown about it. So what can really help is before this big event, make sure they're not too overstimulated. They haven't done anything else that day. Um, Make sure that uh, the couple days leading up to it, they've had a lot of rest and some good sleep so they'll be able to handle the excitement of that night or that evening. Um, and then try to have some fun and enjoy it. It's not my favorite holiday, but a lot of people absolutely love it. And you gotta just go with it because the kids have a blast and I think uh, it's a pretty special time of year. So hopefully that helps um, and happy Halloween.
Hi, I'm Barrett Caleri from Connected Parenting. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. And don't forget to check us out on the web at connectedparenting.com and like us and follow us on Facebook.